This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Are you still there? To delete your message, press 7. To save it in the Welcome back, everybody. This is the Battle for LA podcast. I am your host, Tomer Zarli. I'm also here with Ryan Ward, our Lakers beat writer. If you don't know, I'm the Clippers beat writer here at Clutch Points. If you don't know. If you didn't know. You best know now. The the Battle for LA podcast is part of the Clutch Points network. <laughs> uh, bringing it back now. The season is, is, is in swing. Opening night was last night. Uh, both Ryan and I were in attendance in the building in the building for Clippers Lakers opening night. Um, what a game! What an atmosphere! What mayhem! What absolute what mayhem! Mayhem! Uh, when we arrived, I, we got there pretty early. Uh, I think about four thirty. Oh no, we got there. No, we met at three. We went to Shaquille's. We got there around three three thirty. Yeah, ate for a bit at Shaquille's. I Ryan, had a full meal. Ryan had a nice and shack burger. And my meal burger. was cheaper than Tamer's. Yeah. Yeah. I had fries, fries and a beer. Ryan had a burger and fries, and yep. that was cheaper. Cheaper. Anyways. Actually, pretty good. Absolute mayhem. Over yeah, 400. Pretty good. <laughs> over 400 media uh, received credentials for this game. And I think that was accurate. Uh, it was an absolute madhouse. Uh, you couldn't walk uh, two feet without saying, excuse me, uh, bumping into someone. And that, that happens a lot of games anyway, but... This one was the only thing I can compare this game to in terms of media and just how crowded it was, was Kobe's last game. Yeah, that it's compares the to the only thing close to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Clippers ended up winning that one, th- this one. Uh, 112 to 102 was the final, uh, led by Kawhi Leonard's 30 points on 10 of 19 shooting. He also had six rebounds and five assists for the Clippers. Uh, <clears throat> on the other side, uh, Danny Green, I think we need to just touch on this. He had a Lakers uh, debut record, record. 28 yeah. points. Broke uh, Kareem's 27. 27. He had 28 points on 10 of 14 shooting from the field uh, and 7 of 9 from 3. Uh, Anthony Davis had 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. Uh, he struggled shooting 8 of 21. He got most go, of his from the line. Did go 9 of 14 from the line. Uh, LeBron James... Uncharacteristically inefficient uh, last night. 18 points, but on 7 of 19 shooting uh, in classic LeBron fashion, though he did have 9 rebounds and 8 assists. Uh, That was Those three were the main scorers for the Lakers. Um, Those are the guys that, the only three guys that got in double figures. On the the Clippers side, uh, their bench was phenomenal. Um, Lou Williams, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists off the bench. Their bench is disguised. 
as, as a, a bench unit, yeah. rather than a starting <laughs> unit. Uh, Lou at 21, 5, and 7. Montres Harrell, 17.7 rebounds, 4 assists. Jamichael Green pitched in 12 points and a, four three-pointers. Uh, and Mo Harkless, I think, was, was the uh, X factor last night. He had 10 points, 4 rebounds, 4 steals, and 2 blocks four off the bench. 4 steals, jeez. Uh, all in all, the Clippers bench outscored the Lakers bench 60-19. to 19, Outscored them by 41. Uh, and it showed in the end uh, when when the Clippers got the all Lakers their points. The Lakers bench basically didn't exist. Yeah, last yeah night. They, they struggled to score. Dudley with a minus twenty in uh, thirteen minutes. Avery Bradley, Clippers fan favorite. I know you guys out there love him. Love yourself some Avery Bradley. Uh, eight points, three of seven shooting, two three pointers, two more than I expected from him. <laughs> um, Is that? I mean, I think when he gets in a groove, he can shoot the ball well. Nah, when the he thing gets in is, the groove. all these guys are going to be counted on to hit open shots, like kickouts from uh, LeBron and AD. Can they do it all year? I don't know. After last night, I don't know. So, what are your what are some of your takeaways from last night? What do we what do we we saw a dominant Kawhi, pretty dominant AD. They're uh, clearly not as good as the Clippers. That's the first thing that I like. To say. I mean, in the first quarter, I was like. Wow. Okay, the Lakers are better than the Clippers. They were up thirteen to two in the uh, yeah. first couple of minutes. Clippers and was, started Patrick Patterson. And it was by the way, Kawhi, it was basically Kawhi coming down the court trying to make something happen, and nobody else was doing anything for the Clippers. And on the other side, it was it was eighty and LeBron taking turns going one on one, and just scoring right. And then the second quarter just completely flipped. It's like the the Clippers bench came in, and you saw the real depth of that team. Yeah. And it changed everything. And then all of a sudden, it was like the only way AD could score is by going to the line, getting hacked in, in the paint. And then LeBron just – I think LeBron was struggling with the like, uh, okay, I'm a distributor now. And when do I score? When do I distribute? Rather yeah, than just letting his out. game flow. Um, and, it, and it showed. And one thing that, that keeps getting me, the more I watch LeBron, is he's struggling to get those easy buckets in the paint that were just gimmies back in the day. Like layups and they go off the other side or roll off the rim. It's just that that part of his game is not as easy as it used to be. Um, he showed some age last night, I think. I mean, it is year 17 for him. So. I'm not saying that he shouldn't. I'm just saying like I think a lot of people still think he defies, you know, father time. And I think it's, it's, it's catching, catching up. up. I mean, I will say... A little bragging here, but having been with the Clippers throughout training camp in Hawaii here. You never brag. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was starting Patrick Patterson was something that I don't think we ever saw him run with the first unit. Uh, so it was it was odd to see him in the starting unit defending AD. Um, I, think, I think the Clippers uh, just tried to bait the Lakers into getting out of their pick and roll ball movement offense. And just go one-on-one with AD in the post. Because how many times? I think AD had maybe, what, like 15, 16 post-ups last oh, night? Oh, yeah, for sure. And and you saw when he went posting up. It was up, the same shit the whole game. But when he was posting up, it it was, everyone was just standing around. Yes. And that, and was that it. takes it was, you out of the offense. It, like I said, the one-on-one stuff, it worked in the beginning. And then they just kept doing it. And then the Clippers just figured it out. And they're just like, okay, go ahead. Keep doing that. I think we'll, they set- we'll give AD a point here and there. And we're eventually just going to take over. And they, that's they exactly sent a couple double teams his way, not often, but they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then you know that's when Danny Green found his way uh, to some open threes. Danny Green uh, was the big takeaway from this game. He's like 
I think he's a guy that they can they can depend on to hit those shots. And it, even the the quotes that he had after the game, I was um, it was all championship uh, style. You could tell this guy is a championship caliber player, right? Like he's he's been there, he's, he's done, done it that. twice, yeah, With yeah. The Spurs and, and, the and he and he knows what to focus on. He's not he's not a greedy guy. And and he just hit open shots. That's that's pretty much what he did, right? I think he just knows his role really well. Yes, he just knows his exactly. role. Exactly. The to ideal do. role player. He's not going to score twenty eight every time. But it's great to know that he can if you yeah, need him to. Exactly. Right? Um, even though they lost this game, it's still like imagine him being able to do that when Kuzma comes back too, right? Like, yeah. uh, which is another big thing. Like Kuzma not being there, it just it was another weapon that they couldn't use offensively. I mean. It got to the point where LeBron and AD just kind of looked a little bit gassed. Like, yeah. oh, we can't just keep that. doing this every time down the floor. And then the shooters weren't really hitting outside of Danny Green. I mean, Bradley was with two for five from deep. Dudley, Dudley was, was two, two for two. two. Uh, Troy Daniels, one for five. Quinn Cook, 0 oh for three. And a lot the, of them were good looks. A lot of them were good looks. Yeah, they, were they exactly. had a stretch there early in the I mean, fourth where they could be the lead. If, if they actually hit those yeah. shots. Yeah. And then... Uh, KCP, who was, <laughs> who had probably the roughest night I've ever seen for him. Uh, 27 minutes off the bench, 0 for 3, 0 for 2 from 3. Um, I think his biggest impact, however, was when he was put on Kawhi Leonard to defend Kawhi early in the second quarter. Which still makes no sense to me. And Kawhi, Just Kawhi scored alive. seven straight baskets like for, with the, for the Clippers. I mean, he, he made that look. He Kawhi yesterday convinced me. I, already was, was, I was already kind of there. He's the best player in the NBA. I mean, he just is. He has everything that you want, and no ego, right? Um, except for that, was it the New Balance thing? This, I mean, that's, that's probably New Balance's idea. But and he's he was still like, got to right, agree with it. it. I mean, still got to agree with it. Man. I think, I think he's he, he's you know subtly can feel that way, not not openly, you know, like yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, I was just I was impressed. I was. The thing I didn't understand from the Lakers' perspective was why the hell wouldn't you put LeBron James on him? He's torching KCP to where it is embarrassing, and LeBron is what guarding the perimeter. Like I, I just, you, it, LeBron can be the best defender on the team, so why not put him on there? What are you worried you're going to wear him out? Like, what? I just didn't understand it. Like, I what's what's the game plan there? Like, what's What's the reasoning behind not putting your best player or the best guy who could guard uh, Kawhi? I just well, don't probably, get it. It's probably not giving, not showing off all, all the looks right away. You know, not uh, what looks. It's basic uh, basketball. Looks, you put your best defender. Maybe you don't on the want to tire player. LeBron out. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's um, uh, <laughs> LeBron hasn't been known as a as a great defender in the last couple of years. No, he, he hasn't. Can, he, but can he can be do what it. he wants to be. Well, wouldn't you take the challenge? Like you see the other guy who's getting buzz as being. The guy's going to replace you as the best player in the NBA, if yeah. not Giannis, right? Um, take that challenge. I guarantee you Kobe Bryant does it. I guarantee you Michael Jordan does it. Why? Well, let's, let's not turn this into a Jordan-Kobe No, but uh, um, see, that's, that's that part that I think LeBron misses sometimes. Yeah. Is yeah he was, doesn't have that time. kind of like, oh, I'm being challenged here. I need to flip the switch. Yeah. And and just and there was one play where he hit a, a fadeaway on Kawhi, right? And it made the highlights or whatever. But then there's Kawhi just doing whatever the hell he wanted offensively. So it's there was just no defense for the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, Kawhi had his way for the most part. Um, ten of nineteen, nine of ten from I mean, the he, line. He was slow to get get going, 
to be fair. I think that entire starting unit was, and because, again, they hadn't played much together. What's the tactic um, with, with Doc there, too? Like, it's clear that the starters aren't great outside of Kawhi. So, and is it so, just a way to like bring in the guys when you feel like the other team's vulnerable? No, I, th- I think the starting unit just didn't play that well yesterday. Shamit didn't At shoot all. the ball well. Beverly didn't shoot the ball. Like there were a couple threes. Like, look, if if Pat Pat shot one of seven yesterday, if Pat's making those, but shots, he's not out there to make shots, really. Right, but he's a forty percent. He's a career forty percent three point shooter, forty percent. Mm-hmm. So if he's if he makes one or two of those, you know, the slow start isn't as slow of a but start. Like, okay, like so, perfect example of Pat. Okay, he couldn't hit anything yesterday. Two points. He had a Draymond, but he line. had ten boards. He has six assists. He's got a block. I mean, the guy's doing other things. He knows he can't. He's not doing well offensively. So he trans. I mean, he would have done that anyway defensively. I think. But when you have a guy that's that's got ten rebounds, and on the Lakers, he's matched Anthony Davis's total. And he, I mean, he was crushing or, or crashing the boards all game. Beverly. Yeah. yeah. He, I, granted, there was the a lot is, of long rebounds. A lot of the Clippers' but, uh, <clears throat> game plan was, um, you know, they're already a little small. They're smaller than the Lakers. Yesterday, they were a smaller team. So the focus for them was rebounding, gang rebounding, guard rebounding especially. Uh, so you saw guys like Patrick Beverly go out and get uh, 10 rebounds. Uh, Mo Harkless added four. Lou Williams had five rebounds himself. It was, well, you, they you were able to make at, it a team You effort. look at the final box score, and they only rebound, out-rebounded them by two. Right. Well, at one point though, the offensive rebounding difference was—I think it was like eight Clippers uh, and none for the for the Lakers at one point in the third quarter. Yeah, yeah. So, well, when you get Dwight coming in and he's got more fouls than anything, like it's it's not it's not, not helping, right? Yeah. Um, uh, the biggest thing I think for the Clippers was when they when they went with a smaller lineup, they put in Mo Harkless, they put in the floor spacer to Michael Green, uh, in for Patterson and Zubats. They were able to spread the floor out. Uh, like I said earlier, Jermichael Green had four three-pointers. A lot of them were timely. A lot of them were sort of backbreakers to the Lakers, uh, stopping some momentum. Mo Harkless was as active as I've seen anyone uh, in the passing lanes. Like He had a couple deflections, I think, that won't go down to steals because they went out of bounds. But mm-hmm. four quite steals. A few of those. Yeah, four steals. He was disrupting the offense of the Lakers. Um, he had a couple of pickpockets that ended up in transition points. Uh, two blocks as well. Uh, one thing that we we didn't mention yet was um, like you know when he and Jermichael came in for that second unit with Kawhi Leonard uh, to start the second quarter they had I believe it was 15 transition points they had 15 fast break points in the second quarter to the Lakers none uh, and if at the the final numbers on that was the Clippers had 22 fast break points Lakers had five and it was 17 nothing at halftime um, so the Lakers didn't do much it was what it was tied going into the half right. No, Lakers Clippers were up by eight going into halftime, I believe. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, the and then it was quarter? tied going into the th- uh, fourth quarter, eighty-five Four? apiece. Okay, right, right. Um, so the Lakers just didn't run the ball. Either they didn't want to ma- have many fast break opportunities, they wanted to slow it down, or the Clippers just did a great job defensively. I think it was a mix of both. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a, a good all around effort from the Clippers, who uh, we haven't even talked about it yet. The Clippers did all this. Like, sure, the Lakers were missing Kyle Kuzma, but the Clippers did this without the number three MVP candidate from last year, Paul George. See, that's Paul George wasn't thing. here. Like, you throw him into the mix and you got an elite defender coming back who can also score. It's, it, I mean, the main takeaway from this is basically the Lakers probably need Andre Iguodala to keep up with these guys. he's a difference guys. maker at this point? Oh, Iguodala? Is he the one that takes him over the top? He would, I think he would make it even now. If he, I thought before, it would be whoever gets that guy is going to take him over the top. 
Clippers get them, they're the best team. Lakers get them, they would be considered the best team. Now I think it's Clippers are clearly better. So the Lakers need him. They need him to be even on equal ground. Because you think about it, you bring in Iguodala, you got a guy who can guard uh, Paul George, right? I think yeah. Kawhi is at that level where it may not matter who who, who you throw, yeah, who you throw at him. Kind of like LeBron in his prime, it may not matter who you threw at him. Like it just he's going to get his right. I mean, we saw we saw yesterday we saw Kawhi hitting the baseline, fading just to the beautiful right. Beautiful shots. I see guys over shots over Anthony Davis's arms. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's not that's not an easy shot. Like you saw the replays, like he's the guy just locks in, man. Yeah. He locks in and he forgets about everything else that's going on, and he just he just does his job. He made he made what you know. You try to take away the mid-range shot and make it only threes and layups. You want, I guess, you want to take the inefficient. You want, you want. If you're the defense, you want him to take the inefficient shots, which is the mid-range one. Mm-hmm. And he made them all. He 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 was just. Yeah, he was I don't know what you do when, when he's when he's. And we're talking like, like that. perfect swish kind of shots. Yeah. Like yeah. this, there was just he didn't make mistakes, man. Yeah. In the first quarter, he had a few, but for the most part, like he had a, he had a great all-around game. Like. Um, I just wonder how they're going to do He just showed how good he is. I just wonder how they're going to do, how they're going to mesh, how scary they're going to be once not only once Paul, Paul, but George Rodney Magruder, who we can't forget was a full-time starter with Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not as not as lanky as Mo Harkless, but active defensively, can 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 guard your second best guy, your third best guy sometimes, maybe even your best guy. They uh, um, they play the Warriors next, right? They play the is Warriors Thursday night. Thursday night. Uh, for That's going to be, I'm calling it now. That's going to be a massacre. I think the Clippers are going to destroy them. The uh, coming into Wednesday morning, the Clippers were, I believe, three point underdogs on the road. Three, yes, but as of I think we know we talked to Noam, uh, the Clippers are now a one and a half point favorite on that game. I think Um, it's going to be more by the time it tips. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to make of the Warriors right now. I think they're going to be humbled big time on their own home floor because I saw the way. I mean, it was preseason, yes. But I saw the way that the Lakers handled them, and seeing the difference last night, like that's going to be a rough game. I mean, if the only way they're going to be able to stay though, in that game is if Curry just has an incredible performance. Oh, I think Steph is going to need to go off every game for them. Yeah, to stay he's in that he's going to be gassed by an All Star break. He's going to be so tired. But I, the thing I don't want to make too much of preseason because Clippers were, I believe, zero and three against all NBA teams in the preseason. They got they got their butts handed to him for the most. How part. much did Kawhi play though? Uh, he played in uh, he played in most of the Vancouver game. Uh, they lost to the Mavs by like I think fifteen. They lost to the Nuggets by by some, but he didn't play the second half. So I I just I'm I'm not quick to take things away from preseason. I don't think you should because it's not always indicative of how a team plays. No, but I from what I saw from the Warriors, they they just have no bench. They've they've got yeah. nobody that's gonna gonna help those guys out. It's gonna be all Steph. It's gonna be all Draymond. All D'Lo, if D'Lo can handle that, you know. Um, the other day I saw a play where uh, Steph and Steph and Draymond did the pick and roll, and Draymond instinctively just threw a lob. No one was there to sit backboard, and there was a turnover. See what I'm saying? Back. It's just they're they're just they're not the same team right now. Well, I don't I don't think they'll ever. Well, Clay comes back. Who knows what's going to happen? But yeah, I think the Clippers this, up- this year they're it's a wash. I think it's it's going to be bad for those guys. I think playoffs might be. Hard to reach. Yeah, I, I think I, I think after seeing yesterday, I think if the Clippers can come out and, and even Doc said yesterday, like they're only like 
20% familiar with one another. Like he feels like Kawhi, Lou missed so many opportunities together, like backdoors, pick and roll, stuff like that. Even with Montrose Harrell. Yeah. He feels like once they get more familiar with one another, play with one another more, um, they'll, they'll be even deadlier. And then they'll incorporate yeah. Paul George well, into that. And I, I would say the same thing for the Lakers. I mean, there, there were stretches during the preseason with, with, with LeBron and, and, uh, and AD where I'm like, oh my God, these guys are just going to be incredibly tough to stop. I think they will. They will be. But once um, they get into a group, and the thing is, once that doesn't work, what do you do? I think they're kind of screwed. Yeah. I think it's like they have no other option after those two. Well, Kuzma, but can he create Kuzma, his own shot? Yeah, but I, I'm kind of concerned about Kuzma now because it's like he's, he, he he was just ruled out for Friday and it's Wednesday. against Utah. So yeah. Two days and it's days. Wednesday. I've seen this guy all preseason. I've seen him in practices. He's moving fine. I don't see any kind of uh, major issue that would make you that concerned for him to sit out. I mean, who knows? I didn't see him running, you know, uh, in a scrimmage or anything like that. Like, well, maybe maybe they're just being cautious with him. Like, I think we can say the same about Paul George. Paul hasn't taken any contact over the last. Yeah, but Paul George had surgery. Uh, yeah, Kuzma didn't have anything like that. You know, well, Kuzma was diagnosed with a stress uh, stress reaction stress reaction. Yeah, in his. In his uh, yeah, and his, and his left leg, right, right leg? foot, I think. Right foot, okay. And I think the rookie, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, had left foot. Same okay. deal, right? Uh, um, yeah, but, I mean, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be a little a little worried. I mean, in terms of how long it's going to take for him to get back. It's still early, though. So maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they are just being cautious. I don't know. Uh, but, but for to, right to, now. To, to think that he's not going to make any progress in two days, like that's, yeah. That's like, was he expecting how to be long ready? is he really out for then? Well, you remember last year, LeBron was uh, that's, a that's week LeBron, or two though. away from the injury, that's and then he ended up missing a month because he never, he never was injured, that's right? Like majorly, so you you just didn't know. Um, well, I, I guess I guess Kuzma's more of a day to day thing until they provide more, or he's out indefinitely, I guess, until they give more updates. I guess I don't um, know. It's just it just seems kind of like a strange situation. As uh, I think, is, is that the only injury on the Lakers side? Just Kuzma. Uh, Rondo, Rondo is questionable again for Friday. Okay, uh, he's got a sore calf. Okay, um, that's getting some buzz too. Like, what's going on there? Like, how 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 are they really going to use him? Do they want him? Um, Does Vogel plan to play him? I don't know. He said, "What was it? Twenty five? He, he wants to twenty five. What was twenty five? Twenty five minutes? Twenty five minutes? Something like that? Yeah, around that around there. What? But I don't know. It just it's just kind of a strange thing. I mean." heard whispers that maybe he could be on his way out at what like off the team cut from the team yeah yeah really yeah he just signed this offseason well i mean this is his first year under vogel maybe vogel's like see something he's like i, I don't think it's gonna work they don't mesh yeah i mean and then too he's he's another shooter that you take off the floor right That's at least true. with yeah. daniels uh quinn cook um bradley all these guys can shoot or they're capable of shooting right Rondo just never been known for that, and even though he he's hit shots on occasion, like it's just it's he wouldn't count on him, right? That's not if he shoots. That's probably the final option. Yeah, that they've gone yeah. through. Although he is he is confident when he pulls them up. When yeah, he, it's he Rondo. I mean, he's been around a long time. Uh, you better be confident. So Kuzma and Rondo on the Lakers side. Uh, as far as the is anyone else? Anyone else? Well, Quinn Cook was dealing with sore calf too, but I mean he's looked fine. He so played. Okay. I don't think he's. I don't think it's a big problem. Uh, on the Clippers side, Paul George is expected to miss. Uh, Doc Rivers said he's going to be out the first ten games of the year. We're one down. Um, 
the 10 game mark is about uh early november where they have they have a back to back against houston and uh, uh new orleans and houston uh road back to back so he might return somewhere around there mm-hmm. uh, chris haynes earlier today reported that he'll be back in about 3 weeks uh, so that's a, 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 along the same lines, along the same timeline there. He'll return in early November. Uh, they'll probably be cautious with him. If they're uh, playing like this, I mean, take your time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. But, yeah, they look scary right now. Um, yeah. Rodney Magruder, uh, high ankle sprain. Those are a little tricky because it's a high ankle sprain. Um, don't want to overwork yourself. Uh, he told me yesterday he was recovering pretty well, just taking his rehab, attacking his rehab. And uh, I don't anticipate him being out too much longer, probably another week. Um, but again, you never know. It just depends on how the ankle responds to rehab and uh, all that. So we'll see. We'll see what goes on with him. Um, anything else you wanted to address for the pot? Uh, I quit. I'm out of here. Later. Wow. Wow. What are the Lakers playing next? I'm done. Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz, and then uh, I think the schedule gets pretty soft. Um, these two. Utah at home? Yeah, it'll be their home opener. Ooh, wow. Um, That's a tough home opener. Yeah. Go Bear. But the Conley, thing is, I think it gets super easy Donovan. after this. Like, very cushy. Uh, and <laughs> depending on their performance on Friday, the Lakers might need it just to kind of get in a rhythm, get some chemistry going with these guys, figure out. What they're gonna do until Kuzma gets back? Who's gonna be that third guy? Well, the Lakers Danny have, Green right now, obviously. <laughs> the but. Lakers have okay, okay. So they have Utah coming up Friday. Then they have Charlotte, Memphis, at Dallas, at San Antonio, at Chicago. Uh, those are the next uh, five or six games right there. Cushy, uh, not bad. San Antonio is not a, not a cakewalk. Uh, no, but they're Mavs not what they Luka were. And, Luca and Porzingis. So, um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Again, they, they could they could play terrific. Uh, Kuzma might be back soon. AD and LeBron might they just can, figure I mean, it who out. Who knows? Friday they could blow out Utah at home. Who knows? Yeah, and then um, write all your storylines from that. Lakers recover. <laughs> New Kings of LA. Utah in trouble. Yeah, but uh, and then oh yeah, that's I forgot to say. LeBron kind of downplayed the the rivalry between the, the Clippers and the Lakers last night. I wrote about of that. Of course he did. Yeah. Of course he did. I was like, that's uh, convenient. Right after he you should, lose, he should also downplay the. Uh, how well Kawhi Leonard played. Kawhi, Kawhi outplayed him easily. Well, that's all. Yeah, and it was, pretty obvious. And it was, I mean, it was, I don't know. It just, it looked way too easy for Kawhi last night. Um, so the Lakers, you just heard, have uh, Utah, Charlotte, uh, San Antonio, Dallas, and uh, Chicago coming up. On the Clippers side, they will face the Golden State Warriors Thursday night. Uh, they'll go to Phoenix, wrap up a two-game road trip on Saturday. Uh, then they'll take on Charlotte at home after the Lakers. So you guys will soften them up for us on Sunday and we'll go in for the kill on, on Monday. I have no sympathy for you guys. <laughs> and then um, take on the Utah Jazz in Utah midweek on Wednesday and then San Antonio and Utah back at home. Those are the next uh, six or seven games for the Clippers. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, I'm sure I'll remember the minute we get off the pond, but <laughs> right now. And you can save it for next week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That'll pretty much do it for us. Uh, oh, yeah. We're back to week to week. We'll be doing this. And then emergency pods if, if we need them, which we probably will from time to time. Emergency. LeBron scores 30. <laughs> emergency. Pod returns. Yeah, we'll probably do emergency. that. Emergency. Jason uh, Kidd's a new head coach. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, that does it for us. Uh, you can follow Ryan Ward at Ryan Ward LA on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, this guy's showing a more personal side of himself of late on his IG story. So give him give him a follow on IG on Instagram. I'm going shirtless. Uh, and then on Twitter as well, he's got some uh, witty things going around. I love the KCP one yesterday. Just posted KCP stat line. Just beautiful. Just KCP <laughs> over three, 25 uh, minutes. It <laughs> took off like a rocket. That took off. Everyone was like, what the? <laughs> um, uh, if you'd like to, I would recommend you follow me as well on Twitter and Instagram. It's just an option though. Uh, follow me for sure. That's <laughs> optional over there. You can follow me at Tomer Zarly. That's T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm trying to show a more personable side of me as well. Plenty of jerseys, cut off shirts and stuff like that. That's, that's No, 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 no. I don't, I don't show IG that. I don't show IG. No, no. I'll just show them the Hawaii Beach photos. That's for Snapchat then. All that stuff's on Snapchat. Yeah, you got to keep them separated. Or TikTok each, or whatever. Each one, each one gets its own. Whatever the hell people vote. <laughs> I want to avoid <laughs> send drop me a phone. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a TikTok yet, but uh, yeah, that wraps it up for us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, talk about more Clippers Lakers. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. We'll be doing more weekly. We're doing weekly podcasts on the emergency pods, as Ryan said. So you'll be hearing from us a lot more often. As always, um, subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, download it. Uh, leave us a review. Uh, comment probably give us drop advice. the nfl podcast too uh nah nah screw those nah nah they don't uh, need nothing nah if, if, if you're an nfl fan if you're big on the nfl um our guys blake lovell and dylan reagan have their own podcast it's called the establish the past podcast uh also part of the clutch points network mm-hmm. um they go into you know weekly weekly things on uh, the schedule wins losses uh waiver wire pickups best performance worst performance <clears throat> Everything you want in NFL, those guys will give it to you. Fantasy football and too, more, think, right? Huh? And you do fantasy football stuff? I said a waiver wire pickups, yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. yeah. They they covered. I just blocked you out. So, so. <laughs> um, yeah, give them a, give them a follow, give them a like, listen, all that. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll catch you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace.